2: What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud up. what do you got?
1: So, guys, if you are a cheerleader and you want to be a part of the L.A. Rams Super Bowl champions, by the way, just wanted to add that, they are going to be holding auditions for the 2022 season Sunday, May 1st. If you guys want more information, you can go to therams.com slash auditions. I wish I could do this, but, you know, the way my body's set up, it's, it's not going to work. I the can way, just the, the cheer. way it's set up, huh? Yeah, no, no, I can just go to the game and cheer there. But if you guys have the ability and definitely want to try out, you guys should check that out.
0: I have been invited um, to, uh, to like, judge a cheerleading competition Like and I Why? What the
3: heck do you know about cheerleading?
0: Nothing. (laughs) Zero. Absolutely nothing. Which is why, by the way, Lindsay, it's a great question. It's why I always turned it down. You know, back in my old days, um, they would try out back in my old days. Yeah, this is because this is going back to the old days. This is back way back when the Chargers were in San Diego. Um, they would ask me every year, they go, Hey, would you come and sit there and judge these girls who are dancing that are trying to make it onto the team? And I'm like, No. I'm the wrong guy for this, man. I I just I don't have I don't have a threshold for it. I don't have a I don't have a, I don't have any sort of any. I know nothing about dancing. I would just be like, hot, hotter, hottest. Uh, her, her. I mean, I'm, I'm the worst possible guy, worst guy, to have judge a dance competition for who's going to make it to the cheerleading squad. George, you want to judge?
2: I, uh, I many years ago when I worked in Miami, I did uh, I judged the Heat dancers tryout one year. That and I also, I also was on a uh, very short-lived reality show. I was on one episode of a short-lived reality what? show called model, La- called model Latina. It was kind of like America's most, you know, it's basically like a spin-off of like America's, not a spinoff, like a ripoff of America's Top Model. Mm. Um, and they, I did it. I was on there with uh, Katrina Campins was one of the judges. She's she was on one of the original Apprentice shows, um, and a couple of other people. I forgot who they were right now. But I was too Paula Abdul. I was too nice to all the girls. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted someone meaner.
0: (laughs) See, they should have had me and you. You could have been nice, and I could have been mean. You could have been Paula, and I could have been Simon.
2: But I spent eight hours on South Beach, basically doing that one, filming like one thing one day. Like it was a long, long time ago. Yeah.
1: How do we not know you were in a reality show?
2: I mean, it was one day, but I really, you know.
1: Okay. We need to find the tape of that. For real, that's what I was like. Where is this tape at? <laughs> I'm it's
2: got to be somewhere, I would imagine. But. You what was too? it called again? Modelo Latina.
3: Okay, I'm looking
1: for it. But see, you judging makes sense as like as a Cuban, as a Latino, like you know, like you said, you've been to a lot of quinceañeras, and you you know, I feel like you can judge very very well for that. Cap. No, no, no so much so thank you for saying
0: no yeah i used to uh maybe like if if somebody said to me hey can you come judge a high school debate competition Be like yeah i can handle that but asking me to judge the rams cheerleading tryouts i'm the wrong guy
3: well good thing they didn't ask you
0: True. (laughs) True. Ah, you're right you're right hey by the way speaking of the rams for a quick second did you guys happen to see what they put out today on twitter where they're they're having a tour of the Lombardi Trophy. So April mm-hmm. 23rd, if you want to go see the Lombardi Trophy and, I, I mean, just check it out, take pictures with it, it's at the Civics Arts Plaza in Thousand Oaks. And you can go to the Rams on their uh, on their Twitter and check it out. But if you, you know, listen, they're, they're putting it up in Santa Barbara. They're putting it in Orange County, out in the Inland Empire, Riverside, Pomona, Santa Monica, Englewood. So... Yeah, it's kind of the the trophy is making a tour.
1: Nice. Anybody, anybody want to go have, see it? We might have something planned for that. Just letting you all know. I, think I mean, we, we are will. the Ram station, right? Mm-hmm. So it probably will. Yeah, it probably yeah. will have, I think uh, they posted something about way. that, by the way. But Keep yourselves locked on our ESPN LA Twitter and Instagram.
0: All right. There you go. There you go. That's what you need to know. Being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, George, earlier today you told this story mm. about you're at LAX and you're flying down to Miami for an assignment for ESPN. And you got to get a little bit more into it. So what happened? So some guy like. I mean, I already told you the whole I know, story. But, but I, whole story. I find it fascinating that not only would somebody be upset and have a bad day and knock over a cone and, like, throw it or something, but then look at you. We didn't throw
2: it. Like, he just, you know, like, so a cone, The you know, the cone, those big cones, right? So it probably goes to, like, you know, above your knee, like probably to the middle of your thigh. Yeah. So it kind of probably, it's actually the perfect, like, height to, like, hit it with like your hand as your arm is just kind of dangling down like it normally does you know what i mean like and he just like swung and hit the thing and it flew <laughs> into the middle of the street and and then he looked at me and he's like you pick it up and i was just like what <laughs> that was literally the way i just said it was like the way i react i was like what oh my God. Oh my God. It just, and that, i was like and then the i just i thought me. better i just thought you know like i almost cursed here actually i'm like bleep man like you know what that dude clearly is having a rough morning. So, you know what? Just it, This thing is literally like two feet in front of me, and it's gonna. I'm just putting it back two more feet, and it's in the same direction I'm heading anyway. <laughs> so why not? Just put it down. Like, it's fine.
0: I just, when you told this story earlier, I just had to, like, I was laughing because I'm like, the fact that the guy hits the cone and throws it into the middle of the street, so to speak, Okay, God, people have bad days. You know what I mean? Something happened mm-hmm. from the time he walked from his car. Yeah, darn it. Yeah, he smacked something. Right? But to look at whoever's nearby and go, hey, you go pick it up. I'm not doing anything. You pick
2: that it up, That could have kid. been anybody walking by. Like, that guy was mad about something, you know?
0: Was there any chance that he was going to come into your, you know, personal space and then you have to break out the karate? No.
2: By the time he, by the time he said, you pick it up, he was already past me. <laughs> Like he was like he said it as like he had just walked past me and I was just like because I was looking down like whoa. I guess he saw my face, like it must have been like, Whoa, what the bleep is going on here,
0: you know? Yeah. And then he looks at you and says, You pick it up. And and what was your reaction?
2: I just turned around and go, What? Like (laughs) (laughs) that that was literally what I said. (laughs) What? And I kind of laughed because I'm like, What is happening here? Am I (laughs) unpunked? Like, what's going on?
0: I love that man. I love it. Hey George, did you happen to hear today that Elon Musk?
2: Oh, don't get me started with this. No, guy.
0: I want to get you started because I know oh. you. Got to, I know. I know you don't like him. I also don't. I. I. He. There's something that just is distasteful. I don't know what exactly it is. Um, other than maybe just like stock market manipulation. Nonetheless. Yeah. There's Elon, that. Yeah, Elon Musk mm-hmm. is talking about attempting to buy Twitter in a. 43 billion dollar deal where elon musk takes over twitter because he feels like twitter needs to be an open dialogue free speech arena and he doesn't feel like twitter is that now earlier in the week he became the largest shareholder and today he's essentially trying to take over the company 43 billion dollars so george i'll throw it to you what do you make of elon musk Wanting to take over Twitter,
2: I mean, I don't, I don't love it. Um, I think that he, look, man, I just think that he's one of these dudes that I feel like he's like. I get his intentions are mostly good, but I feel like he's not the guy that has the right follow through. Right? Like he's got, he's clearly a great innovator, idea person. But I don't know if follow through is his best attribute. I mean, they took him off the board of his own company for a reason, right? Uh, Do I have that right?
0: Yeah, what happened was is Musk, and again, I'm, I'm not suggesting to you here today that I've done a deep dive investigation into it. But let me give you what I know of it. Elon Musk was going on Twitter and he was talking about the Tesla stock price. And when you are the chairman of the board of directors, you actually can't do that. It violates all kinds of security and exchange rules. Um, And so he actually was removed as the chairman of the board of his own company because he was accused of. And I don't know that there was like some trial where he was found guilty of, but he was accused of stock manipulation. And you can't do that when you have that sort of a role within a company in social media and on any kind of media for that matter. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it just was. It, it, yeah, I, I I, just I, I don't think that follow through is his is his strongest attribute. So, <laughs> I, I I'm and here's the thing. Um, there are places on the internet. If you, I mean, it, what's going to end up happening is, and maybe I'm wrong, and I, you know, I, I feel like Lindsay would have some interesting thoughts on this particularly, but I feel like there. What you're opening it up for is a lot of hate speech and a lot. And there's already plenty of hate speech and misinformation and stuff out there. And ultimately Twitter is a private company. Yes. It acts like a town square and you may not like what the town square represents because it's a private company. It's got terms of service. It's got rules of engagement, et cetera. If you don't like that, there are places on the internet where there aren't those things. Um, so, You know, you can find those places to say all the really nasty stuff you want to say if that's what because that's what it's going to turn into. If you think now we have issues on Twitter where it's volatile and can be really like uh, contentious and that will only make it even worse. You know what I mean? Like there's already plenty of people on there fighting about, you know, their Whatever their tribalistic uh, tendencies are, I, I think you're only going to make matters worse potentially with someone like him in charge. Uh, I, and also, he lowballed. He, here's the move: what he's doing right now, he lowballed them at fifty four dollars and change per uh, per For share. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. and you know, not to get too far in the weeds, so I'll try to do this quickly. And knowing that that would never be accepted, but what's going to happen is he's going to then say, well, then I'm going to sell my stock if you're not going to sell me, sell it to me for that price, to your point, manipulating the stock price, then he will buy more when the stock drops, and then he will control even more, basically, at that point, and eventually he'll get his way on the price because the drop the, the price of the stock will have dropped. So he will manipulate this. And this is what happens when you're dealing with people who are that rich, one of the richest people in the world. He is manipulating things to be able to get his way or he'll take his ball and go home.
0: Or you know what? He'll just steal your ball. I look at Elon Musk and I go, okay, this guy is clearly a brilliant innovator. He has brought the electric car to the world. And and it's not like it wasn't something that had been discussed for many many years, but it's not just Tesla anymore. Now every company seems to have an electric car. Mm-hmm. So I give him a ton of credit for that. You look at, at the possibility of space travel. He's an innovative engineering sort of brain, so that's the kind of stuff that he's into. But this idea that he's going to fix free speech and social media and 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 make it a real free speech kind of place, I just again, I I look at the guy as an innovative engineering sort of brain, I don't look at him as the guy who is going to save free speech on planet Earth. Maybe he 100 percent agree. Yes, maybe he will. Now, I don't you, think he will. Now, now, wait, last part of the story. Did you see what happened with my boyfriend today? Tom Brady. No. Yeah.
2: How about you save that for the other side? We got a break and we're going to be back in two minutes and 45 seconds. Let's do that.
0: Again, try Jet's signature eight corner pizza and get five dollars off with code Eight Save. That's the number eight S A V E. Jet's Pizza, better because it has to be. Hey <laughs> George, with you making a trek down to Miami today, Mister Worldwide, a three hundred five boy himself, a little pit bull. You think he'll be at the
2: uh, Miami Spring Game that I'm doing on ACC Network on Saturday or no?
0: it's possible where's the game being played
2: it's actually being played at the mls soccer stadium oh wow cool which is kind of cool it's only like 20 something thousand so and it's sold out it'll actually create a cool vibe as opposed to being in like because what i've seen is like i've watched a lot of these i mean hell i did one in boston college where maybe there was like a couple thousand people and you know it looks empty um and i saw one I've seen a bunch of them. I saw Clemson do theirs, and they had a good crowd, but it wasn't sold out by any stretch of the imagination. It was probably like half the stadium, and it was okay. But I think if you have like a small venue where you have it completely sold out and you get the 20-some-odd thousand, that's going to feel cool and like a cool environment, I think.
0: I actually think it's kind of cool that you're going down there and you're calling these spring football games. It's amazing how spring football games are now televised.
2: Oh, dude. well, I'll, I'll give you an, uh, just to give you an idea. Yeah. You know. So obviously, ESPN owns the SEC and the ACC network, So right. all these ACC and SEC games are on those particular channels. But the there's only one spring game that's going to be on ESPN proper, like E1 as we like to call it. Can I guess? Do you know what that guess. is?
0: I, I mean, I'll just take a stab at it here. I would think it would be like Alabama's spring game.
2: Uh uh-uh. uh No. Okay. Give me one more guess.
0: Um. Uh. USC. Yes, sir. Really?
2: Yes, sir. Kirk Herbstreet and company will be doing the USC spring game.
0: and Which is when? Do you know?
2: I think it's uh, it might be next week. It's definitely before the end of the month.
0: Wow. Wow. The USC spring game on ESPN. Now, you talk about a gift. And when I say a gift, I mean USC is receiving a gift from ESPN. Because, look, it's great that Miami's got the ACC network or Boston College played on the ACC network last week. That's great. But to play a spring football game on Big ESPN, that tells everybody in America that ESPN thinks of USC still to this day as a top-notch brand in all of college football. And, look, I got it. New coach, new quarterback, lots of new players, excitement. But still, to have the opportunity on national TV for your spring game, that is a gift for recruiting for USC from ESPN.
2: No question about it. And it's the only one. Not Alabama, not Clemson, not anyone. USC. Because USC, we've talked about this a million times over, they matter. They're Blue Blood, they are the the program of record on the West Coast. When USC is good, college football is better. That that's just the reality of it. And Lincoln Riley has energized the program to the point where ESPN's like, we're all in. We're all in. We're gonna, we're gonna go to the spring game. We're gonna have Lincoln Riley. We're gonna do it all. And we're gonna go there to LA to, you know, do do it big, basically. You know, again, they've got the A team coming in to do their spring game in LA on ESPN.
0: That is insane. I had no idea. By the way, I really want to know when the USC uh spring game is because now I'm thinking I want to go.
2: I mean, you should just Google it.
0: Yeah, I will do that. I will Google that. I will. (laughs) But I usually just rely on you to do that because you're such a good researcher, multitasker while we're talking about things. Usually when I have questions, you have like immediate Google answers.
2: I'm also doing the show of my phone today.
0: I understand that. I understand. I got it. I'll I'll look it up myself. Um, George, did you happen to hear what happened? We were talking about Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter. Did you hear what happened with my boyfriend, Tom Brady?
2: Uh, It's next Saturday at noon.
0: I know that because I, I googled it. Yeah, but you beat me to it. I was
2: right. I I thought it was next week, so it is next, next Saturday,
0: Saturday, huh?
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. Do you want to go?
0: Um, I do. I just have to check my calendar and see what Rachel's going to allow me to do and not. Oh,
2: oh right, right. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I would go if, um, the only way I think I could go is if the Clippers win tomorrow, and they end up having games three and four in la which means there's a pretty good chance those are the games i would get um which means i'd stay home which means i could probably do that so uh, there at least gives me a better chance so how about this we'll all get on each other's calendly later
0: that is a great idea i'm so glad you're finally hip to calendly that's awesome
2: no i'm not i just said that just to make you feel better
0: oh well thank you it does make me feel better by the way is this spring game at the coliseum
2: uh i believe so i didn't yeah. i already got rid of i mean you can google it you're googling
0: it. and i'm reading it. usc's 2022 spring game saturday april 23rd at the coliseum see
2: yeah can we get the usc rights back how about that can we do that that'd be nice
0: you want me to talk to bony
2: we had them forever i know
0: i know you want me we to get them back mike? You want like, me to talk I mean, to mike listen, bone
2: who, who, who's actually listened to that stuff on a news station like let's be real
0: I mean, listen, if you want me to make a connection, I mean, I I can do it. I can listen. take the good karma, guys. I can put them together with the USC guys. I'll broker the deal, George. Tell Boney, let's go. I'm in. Just I'm like in. that.
2: Say, hey, Boney, let's go.
0: I don't have to say it. He's listening right now. You know how I know that? Because Al Michaels, the governor, and Mike Bone have all <laughs> texted me throughout this broadcast here today. <laughs> it is true. He's such an idiot. It is true. No, Does Boney true. know you're an idiot? It is. No, He knows. He knows. That I'm the deal maker, George. I'm gonna put this deal together. I am. (laughs) Can we call him Boney next time you come? Absolutely. He he actually has a little bit more of a nickname. It's like Frank. You just call him Frank. And I don't know why, but we all just kind of call him that name, you know? And so yeah. that's what we'll call him, rather than all Boney. Right, we, we'll next call him time things.
2: Boney comes on, we need to have more of a conversation about yeah. the nickname
0: stuff. We, we need to put this together. Hey, yeah. so I was, I was telling you, though. Oh, that Tom Brady, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so Elon Musk is trying to buy Twitter, $43 billion, right? Yeah. So Tom mm-hmm. Brady sends Elon Musk a tweet today okay, that says, Hey, Elon, if you buy Twitter, can you please delete my picture? And it's the picture of Tom Brady at the scouting combine a 100 years ago do you know the famous picture of brady standing there that he's in his
2: underwear right
0: and he's as skinny as can be he has no muscular features of any kind not in his shoulders not in his chest not in his abs not in his arms there's not a muscle to be found on this guy's body as he's like 22 years old trying to, to get into the nfl and so tom brady asks elon musk today if you buy twitter can you delete this picture, please? Well, he doesn't own that the internet funny.
2: just because he owns Twitter, though.
0: Well, I just thought it was kind of funny.
2: I mean, it is kind of funny. I don't, but I mean, Tom's a little out of uh, out of place there. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't own, you know, Google or the internet.
0: That is true. That's true. As a matter of fact, I saw a report today on CNBC. You know, Google is the number one advertising uh, company on the internet. You know. They they have like thirty five percent of all advertisements on the internet go through Google. One percent on Twitter. One percent. As a matter of, of fact, as a matter of fact, you know that TikTok has more. TikTok has twice as much advertising revenue as Twitter does, and TikTok only has two percent of all advertising, which by the way, my TikTok account is blowing up after our conversation. And last by night. blowing up you mean what? I mean, I've done significantly well. I started yesterday with 82 followers on TikTok, and today my TikTok has 131 followers. George, I'm blowing up on TikTok.
2: I love it. Have you posted anything?
0: I haven't yet. Have you?
2: No. I told you. I, I will post one in one one video and one video only. So if you want to see it eventually, you should get on my TikTok.
0: Laura, Lindsay, did you guys have any success fishing for followers on TikTok last night?
3: Let me you look. You
1: know what? Let me look. Okay.
0: All
3: right. Take a look.
0: When ladies. I first checked
3: uh, a couple hours later, there was not much of a difference. So oh, let's really? see. I no. have 68 followers
1: now. So there you, there you go. I went from zero to 68.
0: Hey, that's pretty good. Zero to 68.
1: Good. I had, I think I had like 40, no, 29,
0: mm-hmm.
1: 29, 30 something. I'm at 75.
0: Hey, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. George, how about you? I don't know. Let me
2: check. Probably not very many.
1: <laughs> you know, well, Sedano has like. 2.5 K now. Like, no, he doesn't
0: you No, 44. He told, that's it. He, he, yeah, he told that's everybody, he's I like, know. Hey, I'm not posting. He, yeah. he said, he said, I will post. And when I do, this is the quote, it will be epic. That's what he
1: said. Yeah. But he, he but
2: no one, to one cautioned wants to bite until I'm, uh, <laughs> until I've posted. That's what'll happen. When he's I post gonna, it, uh, then everyone will flock there. I'm sure
1: he's going to do the Jay-Z move, right? Where like Jay-Z didn't have anything went on, posted one thing and then deleted it.
0: Oh, that's a right? smart idea. That's <laughs> a very good idea. Yeah, that's that's a baller move right there.
1: Hey Cap,
2: they just delivered some stuff to my room. Do you want me to know? You want me to tell you what it is? Yeah, tell me. Do you want an ESPN polo?
0: What do you mean? Oh, they delivered. You mean like the production team just delivered stuff to your room? Yeah. I thought you were talking about like room service, and I was going to try and guess what you were going to (laughs) eat. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, no, I I was trying to do that. I was trying to order some sushi, but uh, they didn't. Uh, they don't. They no longer have it on the menu.
1: I like how yeah. you don't listen. He literally said that. And he's you... like, "Oh, I'm gonna go have like I'm gonna have to go and find something because I can't have it delivered." Oh no!
2: I yeah, because he they, said they've though. got like I. You know, the only other stuff I can eat here at this restaurant is like steak. I'm not eating steak at this time. You know, it's just like it's too heavy right now.
0: Okay, so you had a delivery from the ESPN production team. Of yes, what somebody knocked wear. them.
2: They they, brought, they came to my door. I put you on mute for a second, and yeah. someone from the hotel came up, and they gave me uh, apparently some, some ESPN polos, but they gave two. So one is a medium, which is, as I look at it, definitely will fit me. The other one's a large, which probably will fit you.
0: I don't know, George. Uh, Steve Mason told me I have spaghetti arms. Maybe I do need a medium.
1: No.
2: No, I think you can fit in the large. Okay. I mean, how much are you weighing these days? Like, if you, if you got on the scale right now, what is it looking like? Like, well, do you have... want me to guess? Can I yeah, guess? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go,
0: go ahead. Guess.
1: Uh,
2: I'm going to say 205.
0: Okay. Laura, you want to take a guess here?
1: I will say 210.
0: Okay. Uh, Linz, you want to take a guess on my weight?
3: Well, I, I'm very bad at this, especially when it comes to men. But considering Greg was talking about how he was just over, like, 200, I feel like you're uh, a little bit – Maybe even significantly taller than Greg, right? Not much. Uh, Not much.
0: I, I would say they're similar okay. height, actually. Okay, I'll go 215. 215, wow. Um, George was closest. Right, I for was, the record,
2: I went the lowest,
3: That's by the way. true. You did. Yeah. That's
0: right. You did. Thank you, George. I Well, I was
3: that. accounting for the muscle. You know, muscle weighs more than fat. Just that's Thank true. You, Lindsay,
0: Excellent point. I do Lindsay. appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, 206, George. I weighed oh, wow. 206. Okay. Now, hold on. I just want to say one thing. Would okay. you like to guess my weight? I will guess your weight right now. You ready for this?
2: I I, I have an exact number because I actually just weighed myself this morning. I'm
0: going to tell you right now, George Sedano weighs 186 pounds.
2: who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Lindsey?
3: I'm guessing 176. Laura? 179.5. Uh,
2: I guess the closest is Laura, 182 right now. I'm a little heavy. I'm a little heavy. I'm normally not over the 180 mark, but yeah, yeah, 182 right now.
0: See, when I was 206 the other day, I was a little bloated. Yeah. I was a little watery. Yeah, because I had a a health insurance person come to my house to do uh, like, you know, you know, when you're getting a life insurance policy, um, you know, they 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 draw blood. They want to take a urine specimen, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Did you do the stool, too? No stool. No, I'm I'm you poop. No, no, no. Not for not for life insurance. (laughs) No, they didn't. They did not.
1: We don't care about that. (laughs) Yeah, they did
0: not. But they did a little fecal. But no, 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 none. None. Zero. But they did ask me. The woman said to me, she said, can you by the way, real quick yeah
2: sidebar they yeah. always used to make me do it when i had a dog and i and he went up for you know he went twice a year to the vet or whatever for his like checkups and shots and all that stuff i they always made me bring the damn fecal and i was like oh, i forgot the fecal it's like i gotta pick up the dog's poop <laughs> putting in like a ziploc oh <laughs> my god it's i
0: true. know when you have a dog That's... you know you know you love your dog when you pick up fresh dog poop i mean seriously well and you yeah. also
2: should do that just because you don't want dog poop to be on the ground.
1: Yeah, don't right. be nasty. Don't be no, those people. No,
0: I got it. So the other day... this you, woman comes. You
2: over... definitely don't pick up your dog's poop, but your it... neighbor's lunch.
1: Please tell me you do.
0: Okay, hold on, hold on. It depends. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what does that even mean? It depends. You should always, always... Yeah, there's no
3: excuse.
1: Always. Uh...
0: Okay. I mean, bro. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. You should always pick up your dog's poop if the dog goes to the bathroom outdoors or you should always pick it up if the dog goes to the bathroom on your neighbor's lawn what do you say?
1: anywhere anywhere anywhere
0: Anywhere. oh okay i don't subscribe to that theory it should (laughs) be removed (laughs) now what are you like oh he poops
3: in a public place so i don't got to pick it up because that's gross
2: wait are you saying like if he poops in your yard you're just gonna leave it
0: yeah like this morning i saw my dog out back and i was like okay i'm glad to see the dog is going number two um and you know uh I don't really go to that part of the backyard, so that's fine by me. You can sit there as far as I'm concerned. So
2: you don't like take a hose and just like clean it?
0: <sighs> no, because I got a guy. He comes over. He, he cleans the yard every week. You know what I mean? Like once so a week. So you
2: make that guy clean the the old poop? Well, I mean, when he you doesn't... can literally just get a hose and just like make it go away?
0: No. Uh-uh.
3: Wait, does he specifically clean the dog poop or is it a whole yard thing? No, he's a landscaper. Okay, I only ask because I do know like. My ex-boyfriend's mom, like, paid somebody. They were, like, rich, rich. She paid somebody to come clean the dog poop, like, twice a week. Yeah, right, so but here's the thing. The thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A landscaper's not there to clean your dog's poop, bro.
3: Right, Nope. exactly.
0: You don't think? No. No.
3: Absolutely not.
0: Well, he don't have to clean it. But what if he steps in it? Then, well, then he should have probably picked it up, I guess.
1: Oh, my <sighs> God. I,
0: All right, let me tell you guys, though. Hold on a second. Let me just tell you a quick story. I will say 9.9 times out of 10, mm-hmm. I pick up my dog's poop. 9.9 times. <laughs>
2: Doesn't sound like it. I gotta No, no, honest, like,
0: so. no it's true. Like 9.9 times. If he does it on my yard, it's fine. I, I will leave it. Okay. That's not 9.9 times in my guess out of 10. Well, maybe my percentages are a little bit off, but hear me. Yeah. out. It's kind of like when you say you never lie. Yeah. I'm not lying. Bing, I'm Bing. not lying. I'm telling you the truth.
3: do you not utilize your backyard to the point where you
0: just let dog poop sit around there yes um i mean there's like a section of the backyard that i don't really really go to and it's like to me it's like the dog's bathroom hold on do you rope it off like a vip for the dog (laughs) (laughs) not
2: exactly no is there like a velvet rope back there nothing
0: like that no no so here's what happened so the other night i'm walking my dog it's about 9 30 10 o'clock at night it's dark It's quiet there's nobody on the streets, you know, if I, if the dog goes to the bathroom somewhere and it's on somebody's front lawn, I'm absolutely 1000%. I promise you, I'm going to pick it up. But my neighbors, they have this house and, and it's hedged off. Like there's big tall hedges. So you can't even see into the property. Right. And on the outside of the property, there's these big hedges. And then there's like a whole bunch of leaves, like big piles of leaves that are there on the ground. And so the dog does his business, and now I have to make a decision. Am I going to pick that up? It's dark. It's quiet. It's late. Nobody's out. Nobody's seeing me. And it's in this pile of, like, leaves. So what I did was I kind of kicked the leaves, more leaves, over the dog stuff, you know, and then I kicked it, and then I looked around just to make sure nobody was, like, shooting video of me, you know? Because I'm trying to remember. There was a show. I don't remember what show it was. Where this exact situation played itself out, where somebody watched somebody have their dog poop, didn't pick it up, and then followed them and, like, like just made it their, their whole life's work to make sure people pick it up. Does anybody Someone's know what's going on? Someone's always looking.
3: Someone's always looking. And I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I remember, like, Ramona saying that she, like, calls out her neighbors if they don't pick up the dog poop. She'll, like, follow them and be like, hey, pick up your dog poop. I'm pretty I sure I remember that. But, it
0: was, but, you see, but it was dark. <laughs> funny. It was dark. There was nobody around. And it was in this pile of leaves no. where oh I could gosh. kick a bunch of leaves over it no. and not have to pick it up. No. Bro. It doesn't make wrong it go away.
3: You? What do you think happens to it if you kick it with leaves? Like it's still there and it still stinks and it's still gross. People could still step in it.
0: No, no one was gonna step in this. I made sure. Are. No one was gonna step
1: in now it. Now people are gonna step on it, not knowing there's doggy poop there. There's
0: no it's human worse. being that is gonna walk where this dog went to the bathroom. You've camouflaged it.
2: it. It's, it's
0: definitely worse. Yeah, but nobody's walking there. It, it's like a place off the side of the street where the dog decided to go up there and do his business. Nobody's walking there. Who I promise you.
1: Cares you pick it up. Like I look, my dog is tiny and like her little you know stuff is super tiny. I still pick it up. Like you have to do that. Like right now, where I moved in, everybody has a dog. I don't know if it's legally or illegally because we're technically not supposed to have dogs. And there's dog. Oh, I was gonna curse everywhere and i'm like don't be nasty
0: those are rude neighbors Those. you are
1: a rude neighbor i am not a rude
0: neighbor i am not because Uh. if my dog would have gone into somebody's front yard and done their business i would have picked it up because i don't want to be a rude neighbor but this was a small little section of a place where no one was going to walk and it was late at night and nobody saw me and i didn't have to pick it up
1: so donna when you picked it up of course Lindsay. Yes, I always, in fact,
3: like I'm, I will, I have been known to pick up other dogs poop at times because if it's in my way and it's like somewhere where everyone's going to step and it's grossing me out, like I want to walk my dog there tomorrow and later on. And I don't want it to like worry about possibly stepping on it. And that's gross.
2: Well, and the other thing is this, is that Cap, it's really easy when you go to like, you go, you go to a pet shop, right? Occasionally like a pet store. Yeah. Like Petco or like, uh, what are the other, what's the other one called? Uh,
3: healthy spot.
2: PetSmart, right. Any of those, right. you They have these little things that you can attach to, like, your leash that mm-hmm. have little baggies in it. I have that. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like you you already have them with you. Yeah, like, I have it,
1: bro. Use it.
2: And and all you do is you put your hand in it like a glove, pick it up, and then you pull it, in like, through, right? And mm-hmm. then you wrap it up and that's
0: it. Do you guys understand what I'm telling you? 9.9 9 times out of 10. <laughs> doesn't make it better. I don't this believe was, you. This was the point one time 0.01 time it. that's it's a lie. true no it is true laura
2: let me tell you something i hope one of your neighbors starts filming you when you take the dog
0: out
3: Ooh.
0: <laughs> i hope so too because then they'll see yeah. me pick up she. the dog poop there's yeah. a
3: story about i remember reading this like a year ago where there's actually like an apartment complex i think it's in somewhere in like uh southern california where when you when you move in and you have a pet you have to submit like your dog's like a dog's like at the stool sample like you guys were saying or whatever send it off to this company that tests it so they have like a, a dna profile for your dog <laughs> so if people don't clean up after their dog they're going to test it and they're going to find out it was you and because it, it's going to come back to your dog and you're going to get in trouble because you're going to get like a thousand dollar fine
0: mm. well in this particular instance um i felt like i was in a spot where it was justified to not have to pick up the dog poop
2: well, Frankie Fresh has tweeted the community yeah, and says – uh, and if you want to be part of the Sedano and Cap community, again, go to Twitter, look through the communities, and in the search bar, type in Sedano and Cap, and you'll find the community. But you got to go to the community section, which is right next to your mentions on your phone. Frankie Fresh says, at Sedano, leave at Scott Kaplan alone. He's hooking up his neighbor with natural fertilizer.
0: See? Okay. No. now, 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 there's a part of me that justifies it by saying, hey, look, first of all, it's biodegradable. And secondly – what I'm the the kind of organic stuff I'm feeding this dog is all good for the earth. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. So because homie, I know has a dog. So what you're saying, Frankie, is that you don't pick up your dog stuff,
2: right? Well, you've yes, added. Yourself. So
1: yes. you, you, and Beto you, says Kaplan. Yes. Kaplan-Hallas. <laughs> Hashtag
2: Kaplan. <Kaplan-Hallas. Yes. laughs>
0: well, all of this conversation began George, because we were guessing each other's weights and um, you guessed 205, I said 206, and I said I was very watery and bloated because I had this life insurance person come to my house, do a blood test and a urine sample and everything else. So and no said, fecal, yes. No, no. And she said to me, she goes, do the urine sample. So I, she gave me the cup. I go into my own private bathroom at my house to provide a urine sample. And then I thought to myself, why have I done what I've done to bloat myself to put on all this extra water weight because I drank something to, like, cleanse my body, you know, like to cleanse it out. Um, cause you know, wait, but if you cleanse it out, why would you be puffy? I don't understand.
3: And what are you trying to cleanse? What are you trying to like bask in the insurance company's test?
0: Well, I mean, I had to drink like 36 ounces of some cleanse. Um, and as far as do you as not want
2: at, them to know that you smoke weed,
0: that's right. That's
3: what, what I was getting at. That's
0: right. But what, Why would that be an issue? Because when you get a life insurance policy, they look at all this stuff. And if they say, oh, he's got a little bit of cannabis in his, in his urine, they go, okay, that's no big deal. It's It's legal. Right. But if they see an exorbitant amount, they're like, hey, what's wrong with this guy?
2: So basically you're having an
0: exorbitant amount. I don't know if that's the case, but I just know that I didn't want them God, to. You're to... such a paranoid weirdo. OK, well, maybe so. So anyway, so I wind up drinking this entire like 32 ounces of this <laughs> this cleanse at like six o'clock in the morning. Right. Uh-huh. And the woman gives me the cup and she goes, can you go give me a urine specimen? So I walk into my own bathroom and I literally just give her a urine specimen. In why didn't cup. you
2: uh, why didn't you use the wisdom in that situation?
0: well well okay by the way that yes yes, i do i'm trying to remember who was it there was a minnesota vikings player that got busted with a wizinator who was that i don't don't remember
2: remember who it was but there was a minnesota vikings player who had a wizinator
0: yes but here's the thing as i'm standing there and i'm giving her this urine specimen i'm thinking to myself why did i put myself through this of drinking this cleanse when in reality i could have asked all my friends hey give me your urine exactly but then hence the wisdom yeah but but Mm -hmm. but then i realized this you ready Hmm. I don't know one person. Oh. I don't know one person that would give me clean urine.
2: Oh, I could have. I haven't yeah. had any in months.
0: Oh, well, then you should have given me your
2: urine. <laughs> I mean, you should have asked.
1: <laughs> My friend used to get paid for that. Like, she literally I, got paid to.
2: By, you know. by the way, I do that on purpose to test myself. Like, I, you know, because people always say, oh, you could be addicted to stuff. I always feel like that's nonsense. Uh, I also don't have an addictive personality. Like, I've gone months without a drink. I've gone months mm-hmm. without. Uh, any, anything like, so I, I just, sometimes I do it just to like prove it to myself that I can do it and then it works and I feel good. So then if I do have it again, or I do have a drink again, then the next time it's like, wow, this feels great.
0: This has uh, been a conversation about bodily functions, both for humans and for dogs. It's been an interesting conversation. I got to say,
2: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, this is what happens when we have no commercials and we got to, we're going to roll through
0: for 45 <laughs> minutes. Well, Hey, I got one for you. You ready for this?
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDIC. Or
2: 640. Thank you,
3: Christopher. Lindsay, what do you got? <laughs> I love your fake Morales voice. It's great. All right. So what I got is Timberwolves guard Patrick Beverly enjoyed his Tuesday win over the Clippers a little too much, as we saw yesterday. Uh, but Beverly was actually fined thirty thousand dollars by the NBA for making profane comments following their win in the play-in game. Mm-hmm. Beverly's comments occurred during the press conference after the win, where he spoke passionately about beating his former team. When asked what he told his former teammates, Beverly responded, "Take their ass home. Long flight to L.A. Take your bleep home." So is Beverly getting fined for what he said? A big deal or no deal, Sedano?
0: How much did he get fined?
3: Thirty grand. That's a lot. For saying that, yeah.
0: Well, they said it was excessive um, profanity.
3: But but, but I just said it on the radio. Is it really that
0: excessive?
2: I mean, we're grown people, man. Like, listen, you know I love the NBA, but come on. man, Like, that's silly.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I notice, and do you guys notice this also? Recently, and I think it's this year more than ever before, the number of NBA players in particular who are cursing during press conferences. Maybe, I love it. Yeah, so do I. Like it doesn't bother me at all. In fact, it, what bothers me is is that we can't use these words. They're just words. What do I, they listen, really mean?
2: I mean, if we could if this show would be what I really talk like, it, the amount of curse words, the amount of s's and f's f's that go down like you know, f bombs and mm-hmm. s bombs that go out of my mouth, it would be a completely different show. Yeah. yeah not I'm enough sure would dumb buns. Yeah. I mean, well, I know people probably anyone who's actually met me knows that that's how I talk. I don't think people on the radio realize that I curse all the time. And it's crazy because I don't, I mean, I've cursed on purpose on the radio where I know Laura or somebody can dump it, but I've never done it on TV. It just, it, you know, doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. I know people say that to me all the time. They're like, how is it possible that with that potty mouth, you can go on the radio for three hours, four hours at a time and not curse. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. the, the, the on-air light goes on. And I stopped cursing.
2: Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Uh, but yeah, I, that's that's not. Come on, man. Like we're grown people. Let's go. It's okay. A it's a lot. That's a lot of money for, yeah. for just yeah, yeah, yeah. you know a, an Instagram post.
0: Probably cost him every every penny he made during that game, and more.
2: I I, I don't know. I, I don't know what his contract situation is. But no, my, But yeah, I mean, do
0: I, you think? I mean, the play-in game. I would think that the, the regular season is ended. I'm just guessing. I mean, in football, in NFL football. There's the like seven, a bonus right, right When yeah, the yeah. 17 games are over, when you play in a playoff game, Tom Brady makes the exact same amount of money as the last guy on the on the on the, the roster. So yeah. I, I got to figure that the play in games are not you're not getting paid your regular contract. You're pro- i I'm, this is a guess. So I'm I'm sure he's not getting paid thirty thousand dollars to play in the play in game.
2: Uh, yeah, it's I would say it's more if I had to guess.
0: But I could well, be so
3: wrong. That's a lot of money. A lot
0: wow. of money. All right, Lens.
3: Alright, next one. So, among the many coaches who've been vocal about their concerns with the new NIL rules in college sports, Alabama head coach Nick Saban has been adamant that it's a good thing, but he's also concerned about how it's being used as a recruiting tool. During a recent interview with the Associated Press, Saban criticized the current state of college football and called on leaders to make swift changes, saying, quote, The current model creates a situation where you can basically buy players. You can do it in recruiting. We now have an NFL model with no contracts, but everybody has free agency. It's fine for players to get money. I'm all for that. But there's going to have to be some changes implemented, some kind of way to still create a level playing field. So is what Nick Saban said a big deal or no deal, Sedano?
2: It's a big deal because it's Nick Saban. uh, But what I would also say is I believe, and maybe I'm wrong. But I believe I've seen a couple of kids who were committed to Alabama go other places. And if I had to guess without any uh, without anything in front of me that would prove that, although I do know one kid particularly uh, because I'm doing their spring game on Saturday is why I'm here. Miami got a tight end that Alabama wanted really, really bad. And all of a sudden he decommitted from Alabama, and came to Miami because much like L.A. in Miami, I think USC and Miami are going to clean up with NIL because you're in Miami and Los Angeles. (laughs) I mean, there's just a lot more money in the town. Um, So I would imagine that that stuff is irking uh, good old Nick.
0: Yeah. It's interesting though, that he talked about, you know, the recruiting related issues, because when I think about this, he has dominated recruiting for so many years at Alabama. And because of the money that flows into that program, I would think that those guys would have no problem paying these big NIL deals or finding them. But to your point, George, um, if he gets a kid that decommits or chooses to go somewhere else because they got a kid in NIL deal, then all of a sudden Saban loses. And, you know, that doesn't sit well with the dean of all college football coaches.
3: And plus, like to sit on the point about like the market size, is in a lot of the a lot of these ideals are from, you know, not within the school. They're from other companies The schools like helping and assisting and facilitating in some ways. At least some schools are. But, I mean, how many businesses are there in Alabama that are going to be able to offer that kind of money? Because not everybody's getting a national, like Nike deal, right?
1: I
0: don't Correct. know. I would think, I would think uh, Alabama's probably got plenty of uh, wealthy alums who own businesses that can easily now pay players.
3: You would think. But to Donald's point again, don't you think there's a lot more of them
0: in L.A. and Miami? Correct. I'm not sure yet. What? I, I are you know kidding? That no, no. Um, there's obviously more big businesses in LA than there and, are in, in yeah, Alabama, and, and
2: much larger alumni bases.
0: But but Alabama, I mean, listen they they got rich people who went to school there who. Oh, I'm not saying money they don't have rich it.
2: people, but it, it's just. I mean, just just math tells you there's more, uh, you know, because the towns are huge. You're talking about the number two market in the country in Los Angeles. You're talking about the numbers, I think, 11 or 12 in Miami. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a lot. Those schools should clean up on NIL.
0: Well, that's why I said I'm not sure yet because now I'll take – it. it's going to take probably four to f- – maybe four, five, six years to see how this ultimately does really all shake out because here's what – if if a school like Alabama goes from being the top of the college football world and comes, you know, ten steps backwards, but a USC, which has not been very good for a long time, all of a sudden jumps up to the forefront, then yeah, we'll know that that, that it all played out exactly as you just said. That's why I'm saying I wanna watch how it plays out.
2: I mean, way to have a take, Cap.
0: Well, my take is is that Captain. Alabama is going to continue to clean up in recruiting, no problem. And I mean, I'm they sure they will do people. just
2: fine because they've done just fine for a reason. And um, yeah, I'm sure they're just fine. They'll be just fine. But I oh, think no, Miami I mean, and U- and USC particularly those two schools because they're they're really the only schools that play. I mean, I guess you can count like Rutgers or something like that. But well, Rutgers, but Rutgers is, is New York, really it's New York Jersey. City.
0: Yeah, it's not really New York.
2: Yeah, but I mean, Miami and LA are like. They're representative and woven into the fabric of the cities. You know what I mean? As far as like being uh, powerhouses and have a huge, well, have fan bases and, you know, et cetera, and rich a lump. So there's that. Um, by the way, I just opened the closet yeah. here in my hotel room.
0: Tell me, what do you got? You got a nice yeah, robe? Got a nice robe. Two yeah. of them. Oh, well, of course. You can't and have slippers. one. Yep. Yeah, some slippers. Nice. Yeah. Are they the kind of slippers that are in like a little plastic bag? Uh, because well, they're not a
2: plastic; they're like a fabric bag. Oh, you know? okay, all right. Yeah.
0: So they're not. You're not going to take them with you.
2: No, no, I'm not taking them with me. I'm not going to wear the robe either.
0: Now, you, listen. When I get to a hotel room, I put my stuff down. I take all my clothes off, and I immediately get into the hotel robe.
2: <laughs> it's such a weirdo.
0: What? It's a especially if it's a nice robe at a yeah. nice hotel. I mean, if I'm staying at a Holiday Inn, probably not. But if well, I'm Holiday Inn probably doesn't seasons, have
2: a robe, is my guess.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, but if I'm staying at a really nice spot, you know. Not
2: that there's anything wrong with a Holiday Inn, by the way.
0: Mm-mm.
2: I've stayed at many in my life.
0: Well, I'm just giving an example. If you stay at a nice hotel and they got a nice, soft, furry robe, I take off all my clothes and I robe.
1: Gross.
0: Why is it gross? <laughs> just nasty.
2: Because we're just imagining you naked getting
1: in the robe. I don't want to imagine that. No.
0: I mean, listen, I acknowledge it's not. it's not really much to look at. I acknowledge that.
1: I mean, it's not even that, bro. He's like, you're my coworker. That's just, yeah I
0: don't feel that way about all my coworkers.
1: I mean, <laughs> well, you probably should. Yeah,
0: yeah, you probably should. I yeah. should think all my coworkers excellent are point. gross. I think all no, my co- I, I, all my coworkers think, are gross.
3: I think you should not view them. You should not be thinking about your coworkers naked. Is is a <laughs>
2: right? It's an
0: excellent point. Yeah, thank I, you. I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying that I don't it think it's just, gross gross okay uh, what, all right what's the one. what
2: what is the room temperature you're going for and
0: i got i got 66 right now oh well you're in miami 68 i'm for me yeah i'm more of like a 70-ish like right on the 70 yeah I'm, I'm chronically cold man hot
2: <laughs> 70 anyway yeah, all right what's next cold like?
3: Okay, last one here. So the USFL is back this weekend Yeah. with eight teams from wait, the original Wait, 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 stop, stop, yeah. stop, stop, stop,
2: stop,
0: what, stop. What? Did you just, yeah, the yeah, USFL? Know, yeah, you want to know why? Why? Sitting right next to me, George, here on my desk, is a USFL care package of the team that I'm going to be rooting for this year in we'll the USFL. Out. You're
3: jumping the gun on my question here.
2: Yeah, right, go God, ahead.
0: Sorry, God, my bad. God, God, That's God. my fault. It's
3: okay. It's okay. So, the, there's like I said, there's eight teams from the original league, which existed in the 1980s. Yeah. And the USFL is the third spring league in recent years, but it's trying to become the first to complete an entire season since the original XFL did it in 2001. So, unlike the original USFL, which poached big stars from the NFL with big contracts, this incarnation is like other spring leagues where rosters are filled with players looking to get a shot to get back into the NFL or get there for the first time. So do you think the USFL starting back up is a big deal or no deal, Cap? Obviously, this is a big deal for you, right? Well, look. Go ahead, Cap.
2: Go ahead. Go do your thing. Do your whole uh,
0: football thing. Here's the thing. thing. I've said it a million times. I'm such a football junkie that I'll watch a University of Miami spring football game on the ACC network. That's the kind of football junkie I am. And, George, you're welcome because I'll be the guy watching you this weekend. But here's the thing. I have a friend of mine who is the equipment manager of the Houston Gamblers. And this week, he sent me a hat, a three-quarter pull-up, you know, zipper-up jacket, a T-shirt, a bunch of socks. He sent me a whole bunch of Houston Gamblers merch. So I am now a Houston Gamblers fan. Does anybody remember who the quarterback of the Houston Gamblers was in the USFL way back in the day? In 1980 Jim something. No. There you go. You got it. No, George has it in a heartbeat. Jim Kelly. Before Jim Kelly went to the Buffalo Bills and took the Bills to four straight Super Bowls, he was the quarterback of the Houston Gamblers. George, you should pick a USFL team. I'm a Houston Gambler fan.
2: No, I'm good. By the way, you know that all those teams are playing in Birmingham, Alabama? They're not playing in like their cities?
0: I, I don't think That's I knew weird. that for sure, but I do know that isn't this all really, like, about television? Because I, I think yeah, these USFL games... They're
2: literally all playing in a stadium in Birmingham, Alabama, They're even though they're representing other cities. It's the yeah. weirdest thing ever. That's yeah. why they're going to survive, because they're not having to spend money on venues other than one venue. Every team is splitting their costs on one venue.
0: Yep, no travel costs, and I think these games are televised by NBC. And Fox. Oh, and Fox, really? Interesting, and yet I saw Dwayne Johnson this week on ESPN doing an interview about how he is bringing back the XFL that he bought from the WWE. So listen it's for uh, Dwayne. There's a lot of there's a lot of demand for football when the NFL season is not happening. Wait, I wait. Think is there is there though? As Lindsey mentioned, they've all gone by the wayside. That's true. <laughs> you know that's I mean? true. Like, well, it's, it's, uh, listen, it's sure they, the, they, the one they, what ends year, up
2: happening is. The first week, a ton of people tune in because they're like football, yeah,
3: football football, 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 We love football. We want football.
2: And then every week, like that's cap little,
3: right there.
2: That's cap. L- yeah. No, no, question. Yeah, no that's question. me. Sure. And then every week, less and less people are like. Then it's like week two is like
0: yeah, football. We love football.
2: And then week three is like football. And then week four is like football. <laughs> Well, And, and that's there, it, and it's gone, and they never survived. Now, this one has a better shot, to your point, because it's television. They're only have they playing in one city, in one stadium, even though they're representing other cities. It's the weirdest thing ever. But I guess that's one way to try to survive.
0: Well, there was another league that, that tried to make it. It was called, I think, the AFL. And their whole concept was going to be that you could gamble like on everything and that they would actually, um, I don't want to say own the gambling, but it would go through them. So, you know, you know how the NFL has all of a sudden embraced gambling, whereas, you know, billions of dollars were flowing without them, and now they're in on it? Well, that was what that that league's goal was, and it didn't work out for them. But I think the brand name of the USFL gives it a shot, and I think what George and I are talking Wait, about related they to just, TV. They literally
2: just tried the USFL like a year or two ago,
0: didn't they? I think, that was the, I think that was the AFL, the one that was...
2: No, I swear to God, they did a USFL recently, too. I know oh. they did the AFL They're and do... the XFL, but USFL tried, too,
0: I feel like. Hmm. I don't remember that.
3: I'm looking it up. Stand by here. We've got... Uh... The last time they did it, actually, was in... 19... kept right. It was 1986, and the one that he's talking about that you're talking about Sedona, is the afl
2: okay but so 1986 so in 1986 i was nine years old, eight or nine years old basically depending on what month it was
0: i do, who do who's watching this i don't know i guess we're going to find out this weekend because, i mean listen the nbc wait, wait, thinks that wait, there's wait, such an your, appetite to to for point, football to your point about
2: branding like yeah. to know the usfl you have to be at the very least
0: my age yeah that's right that's right. So, and again, we've already seen
2: this. There's going to be a ton of people watching it at first, and every week going to dwindle and dwindle and dwindle.
0: You know, the old USFL, you know, Jeff Perlman, the guy who wrote um, Showtime, which is turned yes, into he the also series. Wrote the Time, yeah. He wrote this book about the USFL that I read that was so incredibly fascinating. Who the characters were back then. Mm -hmm. how they were able to do the things that they did. I mean, it was truly fascinating.
2: Including a uh, future president.
0: Yeah, and now a former president. That same guy. Right. I will be watching. I admit it. I admit it. Uh, It's not like I'm going to make my day around it like I would for an NFL football game. But I am a Houston gambler fan. I'll be rocking my gambler stuff. You
2: you said the thing about, like, well, I'll be watching the Miami Spring game. You should thank me, George. And – and it's like yeah but at least when you watch a Miami or Clemson or USC spring game you're going to see guys that you're going to be have real interest in this season and you have you may know some of their stories uh, it's just you know there's the the pageantry of it being college football you just you know all that stuff you yep, don't know anything should, with this usf
0: that is true but here's the thing where i have a soft spot though george for all of these guys who well you are, have a
2: soft spot you know another well like
0: i mean people. listen it's it's sitting right here and it doesn't feel very good But I do. I have a soft spot for guys who are good enough to play in the NFL, but for whatever reason, they haven't been able to hook up with the NFL. And so whether it's the Canadian Football League, the USFL, the XFL, the Arena Football League, I have a soft spot for all these guys that are grinding it out and trying to to keep the dream alive.
2: You should go try to
3: kick. Oh, dude. Try out, Cap. Dude.
0: Maybe if they have the minor leagues of the of the USFL, then I could try out.
2: Yeah. All right.
0: We're done here. So That's it. Uh, DeMarco's coming in tomorrow, right, doing the show with you? Yeah, DeMarco Farr will be here tomorrow. We haven't seen DeMarco since, since you know, before the Super Bowl. And I don't want to tell everybody on the air right now, but I think DeMarco's going to be shocked with something that happens tomorrow.
2: All right, great. Excellent work, Cap. Excellent work, you. Lindsay and Laura. DeMarco will be in for me tomorrow. Have a great night. Talk to you mañana.